Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you loved the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello, I'm Lisa Talbot. I am the Pocket Stylist. I'm an award-winning personal stylist and over the next few weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you lots of hints and tips about wardrobes, fashion, clothes, and I'm going to be joined by a number of guests. So I really hope you're going to enjoy listening to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. So good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode nine of my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Talbot. Um, I'm an award-winning personal stylist who has been working for about 13 years in this wonderful industry and working with some amazing clients. Um, Today, I am thrilled to be joined by Isabel Knight. Um, I met Isabel on Clubhouse a few months ago, um, and I just love what she does because she works with female business owners and their PR. But she's got some really interesting interesting stories, which we will delve down into um, as we go through our chat. But hi, Isabel, how are you? Hello, Lisa. It's lovely to be here. Thanks so much for having me on. Um, So yeah, we know each other from Clubhouse, don't we? We've got to know each other a bit there. Um, And and I also love what you do as well. Um, So I help female entrepreneurs with their PR and their publicity and growing their brands. So getting their brand story um, really honed and created and then using that to act as the foundation for their PR, their marketing um, and growing and creating their brand. So I think the fact that you also work with with brands and brand styling is brilliant. And and that's kind of where we found the, I suppose, the alliance, isn't it? Um, Because actually, when we start speaking about it, I come from personal branding from a clothing point of view, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a business owner. Obviously, we, we work with that, you and I, predominantly from that side of it. But it's also about how people represent themselves, you know, so from a personal branding point of view, you know, for today's podcast as well, it's about just how we all represent ourselves and how we feel comfortable in the clothes that we wear. And from my perspective, not necessarily trying to be somebody else that we're not. Um, and it's so interesting. I, I will always remember you when we first started talking and, and you said to me, so what's your brand story? And I remember saying, well, my brand, I think we talked about what is your why, didn't we? Yes. And the whole was, what is your why? And I said, well, my why is because I always wanted to do school pickup and school drop off. And you, you kind of said to me, and obviously we never saw each other face to face then because we were on Clubhouse, so it was all voice. And you said, no, 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 go a bit deeper. And you kind of, unless someone says that to you, do you kind of work out why you do either the job you do or why you've landed where you have? And, and I never forget that conversation we had. And you made me go right the way back 
to, to, you know, why do I love fashion? Why do I love style? Why do I love people? And it went all the way back to when, I think you, well, you know the story, when I used to work in that hairdressers when I was 15 years old, I'd got six pound a morning. And then I'd go to the high street with, you know, that armed with the money I'd saved to, to look through the shops, look at the clothes, see what people were wearing, see how you could interpret them and create outfits. So subconsciously, we kind of always end up, don't we, doing what we absolutely love. Yes, exactly. And that's what I really help women to do. Um, so female business owners that have set up a business, maybe, you know, as you had first said to me, because they want to create a better life for their family, they want to provide for their children, and they want to have the freedom as well to be there for their kids and not be working all the time. So they set up their own business. But then what I get them to do is, is say, well, that's great. That shows us, you know, that shows us who you are as a person. And lots of people can relate to that because it's true for lots of people, but it's not telling us what's unique about you and your business. And why should we come to you? Why, why should we really care about what you do and about what your business is? So then I get people to go back into, as you say, to, to look back and say, well, what have I, been really passionate about in my life what has motivated me what life experiences have I had that has meant that I've now become the business owner I am now doing the job I'm doing now so in your case being a personal stylist you know in my case helping people to create their stories and use that for PR and publicity you know why why are you doing those things and not doing something else you know why are you in retail as opposed to being a tax inspector it's it's those it's those things that make us unique you know yeah, um, yeah. And, and it might and it might seem really obvious but when you look at what what were the things that i loved doing as a young person that have led me to where i am now and it's those passions and motivations that we really want to, want to know about yeah and and you know what from from your point of view you look at it from that whole PR and branding side. And I look at it from, if you're a business owner, you know, we have to represent your business. So, you know, from, for me as a, as a personal stylist, if I, if I turned up to a client or I was going to do a presentation, if I had, I don't know, jeans that were scruffy and I had a t-shirt on that was unironed and I didn't have any makeup on or, or anything like that, the, the client that I'm going to be working with will automatically think, oh, now, she doesn't really look like a personal stylist. So actually, am I going to feel confident with what she's telling me? And that's so interesting. You don't have to, from a business owner, be, be strict and structured and rigid in your clothing. You have to represent you as that person and represent the business that you're doing because then you're more likely to bring people on your journey and I think that's where you and I come along from from that point of view don't you we agree on yes and you know as as you know Lisa I've so my background is I've worked as a publicist in film and tv for a really long time and that's involved you know promoting movies being on red carpets with the stars work doing it running interviews with the press with with the film stars and spending time with them and helping them in terms of representing themselves and how they present so that includes what they wear what their makeup is you know i've i've had to work with makeup artists and stylists to organize what are people going to wear for red carpets or for interviews whenever they're on camera you know a lot of thought has to go into whenever someone in the public eye is going to be photographed um, and 
you know, which is why people, people in the public eye tend to avoid, don't want to be um, photographed on the hop, you know, when they're kind of just moving from one place to the next and they, the paparazzi get them because they haven't planned exactly how they're going to present themselves. And that's really, really important to anyone, you know, anyone famous or, or you know, with a, with a famous name. So that, that but that's so interesting, isn't it? Because you know, lots of us, all of us, you know, we see people on the red carpet or we see them attending a premiere or something like that, and they always look stunning. Um, but what lots of people don't understand is that everything that's gone behind that to create that look, and that, like you said, that personality or or that celebrity. They don't do that on their own. They have this team of people that are strategically planning, which is what they do, isn't it? They strategically plan what that person's going to look at to complement the brand. So the brand of the, I don't know, the film or the book or whatever they're doing, but also the brand of that person because they, you know, it, it's exactly what sells, isn't it? So yeah. I think that's really interesting. And do you know what? I Even I didn't know that there was the PR people would get involved with that look, but it, it makes sense. Yes, because, you know, as a PR, it's, it's about public relations, it's about public representation of your brand. So that goes for, if I'm working with someone on their personal brand, or I'm working with somebody famous who's helping to promote the movie or the book that they've starred in, what they wear and how they present themselves is also really important. And we think about, well, you know, what, what is the movie saying? What's the movie about? What's the book about? And making sure that everything ties in, you know, the visual presentation of the people ties in with how do we want this movie to be portrayed? So all of those things, you know, as well as the personal brand of, you know, if, you, if you're dealing with a movie star, they've also got their personal brand and they're also working on behalf of the film that, that you know or the tv show whatever it is so a lot of thought goes into that it's never just about you know what do i feel like wearing today it's it's always carefully planned and then you have to think about well, what designer are they wearing yeah you know, whose clothes are also going to be promoted um as part of this so yeah a lot of thought goes into that and that's when you you then take like the whole brand awareness don't you because you know brands are being again represented by that that movie star or that celebrity and do you know what's really interesting we, we're talking obviously about the celebrities and the movie stars and and all that type of thing but actually this rumbles down from my perspective to the everyday person we don't have to overthink it but what's really interesting is and quite sadly in some ways because we live in that very fickle nation but somebody will make a decision on us within the seven seconds of meeting us and it is predominantly by what we're wearing now it doesn't mean to say that we have to wear prada we could be wearing primark it's how it's put together and how it represents you as a person you know whether you're you know i'm a little bit quirky um but i also love comfort so you, if you tend to see what i wear i don't really wear anything too rigid because actually I don't want to be too rigid. It doesn't suit my personality. But what's really interesting is you can create those looks very simply, but you should never be something you're not because otherwise, again, 
it's not going to represent you as a person. You know, you and I were having a, a quick chat before we, we started the recording for the podcast. And you've got this amazing, quirky haircut. And I said to you, didn't I? You know, are you a little bit quirky? And you said, well, yes, I am. But actually, you know, tell, tell the listeners, you're a little bit different as well. Because obviously they will see your haircut, a bit like mine. Um, but explain what you like from, from your yeah. clothing point of view as well. Yeah. So from my clothing point of view, and you know, and I'm always, I'm always really fascinated about kind of what, again, what informs your style, you know, the same way as your kind of brand story. Um, so for me, so I'm, I'm half French, my mum's French. And I think I've always been influenced by that kind of French, very classic, simple style. So I like, I like simple colours and lines and shapes. Although I have got quirky hair um, that, you know, so, and, and I like quirky jewellery, for example. I like quirky accessories, but my clothes are, are fairly sort of classic and simple. So, yeah, it's, it's a mixture of those things. But having worked as a PR and a publicist, you know, again, it's about how you present yourself. You know, you, you have to be often very smart or often... Um, sort of quite current in what you're wearing and how you look when you're working as a publicist when you're promoting you know people or brands or films or tv shows and that kind of thing you know there's there's also there's, you also have to kind of uphold a brand professionally in what you're doing as well so yes yeah, i'm always interested in, in what people and how people present in terms of what they're doing but you see that's really interesting what you said you have to be current you know because and again you have to be current in what you're wearing to represent your client because again it's perception and it's so so interesting how you know we go back to that whole seven seconds you know and and lots of ladies will say to me you know I don't I don't want to be trendy because I've gone past a certain age but do you know what first of all and people will have heard me say it before star doesn't have an age limit you know we don't get to a certain age and everyone goes right okay now you need to don the fleeces and your you know your jeans with just a pair of old trainers style doesn't have that age limit but what it does do it it allows fashion and trends allows people to be modern and current and it doesn't necessarily mean that you've got to wear top to toe in pink for example this season because it's the accent color but it's about saying do you know what if you want to be current then inject a little bit of pink this season whether it be in a scarf whether it be for you maybe in an accessory whether it be you know as a shirt or something like that so it is it's a, your your whole look and your your personal branding that we're talking about has to represent not only you as a person but it can be modern and current and i think that's when from a business point of view people go or oh, do you know what? I would like to work with you. And from a stylist point of view, it's you know it's even more different because we are, I suppose, in a way, expected to look a certain way. But we're all different, a bit like PR ladies and gentlemen. You know, we're all different. We all bring the same knowledge, but everybody's style will be represented a different way. But interestingly, people buy a stylist or a PR well, pre predominantly a stylist for what they're wearing because they look at what they're wearing and go, do you know what? I like that. So actually, I, that's what I kind of can resonate with. Whereas if, you were in, if I was incredibly artistic, 
you know, there's only a few people that that would appeal to. So it, it's really interesting. Um, I just think personal branding from a PR perspective is so important, isn't it? Mm, yes, no, it, it really is. And I mean, you, you kind of get into the sort of stereotypes of, you know, PR, you know, kind of PR women are always thought, you know, kind of sleek wearing black, you know, I mean, and there is a lot of kind of wearing black if we're on a red carpet with clients, you know, we, we're we not the one, you know, as professional publicists, you're not the one being photographed, you know, the client is, very, there is a lot of kind of wearing black and being kind of understated often, you know, smart, but understated. Did you find that actually, did you find that quite restrictive when you have to do that or because if it's not your personality, black's a very deep, dark tone, but it's really interesting to hear that, that as that PR publicist, you almost have to take the back seat, don't you? So you are, you are almost dressing in a way that you are molding into the background. That's really interesting. Yes. And that, you know, and that is the, the sort of stereotype of, you know, of, of how, of the PR, working those events, working, you know, working in, in that field. And, um, but obviously for me, I quite like, you know, I, like I said, I quite like the classic styles as well. So it, it kind of suits, but, but there's also that, uh, that being current again, you know, it's make sort of being, you know, slightly on trend and slightly, you know, cause you know, having to, to dress as though you are you're up to date with what's going on in the world you know that that's reflected in in how you in how you dress and what yeah. you wear that must have been so exciting though yeah working in that industry exciting but challenging would you say yeah no it is you know stressful challenging and and obviously you know when i became a mum you know that's when that as with many of us you know that, that's when i kind of changed my business because i couldn't be working at events all the time although i did i was still working on set and working on set with films and tv is another thing again because you know when when you're part of the crew essentially as a publicist you've got to be working on set and often that's in you know windy cold conditions if it's in the UK it might be really early mornings you know so a lot of people on set will be in great big jackets and sort of really really wrapped up so it's that's the kind of ironically that's the really unglamorous side of it on the surface you know if, if you're not actually on camera you're going to be in in jeans and a, and a great big you know great big hoodies and jackets. Did you find, Isabel, I mean, I'm really interested now. Did you find that, you know, um, when, I know you said earlier as well that, you know, you helped find the outfits and the garments and the, the you worked with the makeup artists and things like that from a celebrity's point of view. I'm just trying to understand from a style personality point of view, do you think some of the personalities and the celebrities that you dress do you think that in some ways they weren't representing their true self, but they were representing the brand? Do you think? I don't, I mean, that's a really interesting one. And yeah, I think, I think, I think there's probably some truth in that because, you know, to meet a celebrity when they're, when they're in their own, in their own time, their downtime, often they're going to be, they're going to look really different yeah. than, when than when they're on a job, you know, than when they're, essentially because a lot of film and tv stars are being dressed by the costume department of you know for the show that they're that they're making and then they're being dressed again to do the promotions and the interviews you know when they go on graham norton and when they're on the red carpet and all of those things so I, I mean you know there's there's definitely 
there's there's definitely that kind of gray area of how much is their own personality and how much is you know are you dressing for your job like we were saying you know everyone dresses for their work and their job to you know to, to have that kind of image um so yeah it's a really interesting one and do you know what's really interesting i don't know if if you watched the brits last night so i had i did have the brits on and and do you know what i find really intriguing is harry styles you know i know you and i work with the majority of women um but you know what he has got he's just created this brand hasn't he and you know last night i looked at him in the suit that he had on and it is like oh wow and and you know what it's different it's eye-catching it's it's a talking point mm. um but i looked at his face last night i kind of moved away from what he was wearing and i looked at his face and i thought wow you've really grown up you know his face his structure of his face and he was clean shaven and his hair was neat and tidy but this suit just said it all and and you know what you know as soon as i turned on the tv this morning they were talking about his suit. And actually what's so, so interesting, I couldn't actually tell you what he said in his acceptance speech last night, but I could tell you what he was wearing. Mm. And that's so intriguing, isn't it? From a brand point of view and what we want to do, sorry, I kind of carried on then. And what I think what's really interesting is we want people to remember us for the right reason, not the wrong reason, but if we're working in a business, especially as a female business owner, we don't want to, what we wear, detract from the message we're delivering either, do we? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and, on, and on that topic of what do you remember about, do you remember the person or do you remember what they were wearing? You know, when we look at the Oscars every time, that's why it's such a big, you know, it's such a big deal. What were they wearing? And quite often you remember, you remember the dress, you don't remember what they said those, those in their Oscar winning acceptance speeches. And do you remember what they were wearing for the right reasons or the wrong reasons? And there's, you know, there's so much pressure, isn't there? Oh, unbelievable. Um, do you know what? I could talk to you forever, absolutely ever on this topic. Um, but for any female business owners and female entrepreneurs. Isabel, before we obviously finish our, this lovely conversation we're having, where can people find you? Because, you know, definitely, you know, we've talked about branding and we've talked about style, but if people would like to come and chat to you a little bit more, where can they find you? Yeah, so they can find me. I'm on Instagram, um, isabel.knight.pr. Um, my business is buildyourbrandwithpr.co.uk um, is my website. So yeah, if anybody wants to talk to me about brand story or about PR for your business, um, I work with female entrepreneurs and small business owners. Um, and I do mentoring, um, I do programs, and I have a membership as well. Oh, brilliant. Do you know what? It's been lovely talking to you. Thank you for the insights as well, because there's some brilliant insights and it, it has just worked beautifully where we can see that clothing pace plays, sorry, such an important part in, in everything that we do. But predominantly it's about, you know, how we represent ourselves, but not only that, how you know, how it makes us feel as well to give us the confidence. So thank you so much to Isabel for joining me today. Um, I really hope that you've enjoyed the podcast, um, The Pocket Stylist. We're on episode nine. I can't quite believe it. I hope you enjoy listening to it and I'll see you all soon. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.